Well, welcome back, everybody. It's a new month and a new podcast. And my name is Leslie Bolser. I'm the creative director for Core Essential Values. And I'm here with Dr. Beth Trammell. Can you introduce yourself, Beth? Yeah. I am Dr. Beth Trammell. I'm a licensed psychologist and the uh, director of the Master's in Mental Health Counseling Program at IU East in Richmond, Indiana. And I am the creator of Make Words Matter for Good. Uh, dot com. Uh, so where I focus on behavioral and communication strategies to help parents and teachers build connection with kids and um, uh, learn behavior strategies to, yeah, get kids to do the things we need them to do. Well, Beth, I'm excited that you're here this month to talk about this particular word, because I think you're going to have a lot of insight to offer everybody. Um, and the words commitment and the definition or the application is um, making a plan and putting it into practice. Um, and I really uh, love this word and definition because I definitely think it's something we all need some work in. I'm speaking for myself here. Um, but I can't wait to hear what you say about how this might apply to kids in elementary school, particularly. Um, so what are your thoughts on commitment and elementary age students? So the great news for this word and our elementary age kids is that they are already good at it. <laughs> And oh, we're yeah. ones who um, maybe aren't as great at it. And I guess I should say, most of the time, kids are pretty good at commitment because their teachers have taught them strategy after strategy after strategy. Just about every academic skill that a teacher teaches a kid is exactly that, making a plan, putting it into practice. When your kid's yeah. learning handwriting, when they're learning addition, when they're learning to read... Our teachers are beautifully teaching our kiddos commitment. So what I would say is if your, your child is struggling at home with really showing you this idea of commitment, right, making a plan and putting it into practice, what's happening is for whatever reason, the environment is not supporting the expression of that skill. So what I mean by that is, your teacher, your kids' teachers, are they've been through training. They know how to teach the skill of reading. They've taught the strategies. They know how to teach someone else the strategy. What happens for parenting is we don't necessarily learn how to teach these same skills in our kids. There's no yeah. book on how to teach them to hang up their darn coat in the coat closet <laughs> where it belongs for the last seven years of their life. Right. Yeah. 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 Right. So what I say is learn from their behavior today, what you need to do differently tomorrow. So if this is the third day in a row that your kid has been dumping out moldy yogurt from their lunchbox, then their behavior for the last couple of days has told you that they don't know the strategy. They don't know mm -hmm. how to make a plan and put it into practice yeah. to clean out their lunchbox the day before. So our teaching of commitment really is helping them find a plan that's going to work and then make sure they know how to put it into practice. And so there's a reason that our kids come home with homework. There's yeah. a reason why they have worksheets that come home with 10 out of 10 and a gold star on them. Our teachers are helping them practice. Yeah. 
So the same thing is true at home. So that's how I would say we can help our kiddos practicing this word commitment. And then we're going to label it as such, right? So once Mm -hmm. they do the strategy, once they make the plan with us and they put it into practice, then we say, wow, that was great commitment in putting your lunchbox where it belongs. And that might sound cheesy to you. And it's going to sound cheesy if you say it the way I did and it doesn't fit with your personality. Your kid's going to be like, (laughs) what happened to mom? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But the idea is teaching them, teaching them what this word means so that they know how to apply it after just this strategy. Yeah, that, that's really great. And, you know, when we were talking uh, previously about preschoolers and, and commitment, we were talking about how they're watching, they're watching us and that our level of commitment to something that we've said we were going to do is really the guide that they use. Um, and I think you're right. They're definitely learning commitment at school. Those teachers are doing a magnificent job of just doing that day in and day out. But they're definitely watching us at home too. And our expectations of them um, are going to be shaped by what they've seen us do. So what, what help can you give to parents who are like, I am just overwhelmed. How are you telling me that I need to be committed? There are so many, maybe I do need to be actually committed because there are so many things in my life that I can't handle right now. And you're telling me I got to follow through on things. So, you know, what comfort or what advice would you give to parents who are just feeling that? Um, overwhelmed sense right now and and being committed to something else, just maybe too much. I would say, amen, sister. I'm right there with you. (laughs) I mean, this, this is the year and, and gosh, you know, Leslie, truthfully, I, I think, I think we're still in for quite a long journey here. You know, um, we, we've, we've had such a roller coaster of a year that, you know, it kind of hit us all at once. And then we were totally isolated with our families or, um, you know, if we're at home, we're splitting families with, um, you know, our ex-spouse or something like that. It, for a really long time, we got into a new normal that was a whole lot of nothingness. And so we've been in such an up and down and emotionally distant place that, I think it's going to be a long time before we don't feel perpetually tired. So yeah. I, I just want to honor that first to say, even if this is the middle of June and you're just now listening to this, or maybe you have re-caught this message uh, at some other point in the year that, gosh, you know, just allow space for, for grace through that. And, and really the beauty of kids, and this is what I say to parents over and over and over, is that, you know, you and I had very different parents and we turned out okay. I mean, like, we're like generally yeah, okay. Yeah, we're not you know? yeah right. <laughs> so for the most part, our kids are able to see the good and the bad in us, right? Yeah. And yeah. as long as we say, you know what, here's the truth. Like we committed as a family to go to this um, outing at... I don't know, wherever it is. I don't know. We made this commitment. And, you know, today it just feels like all of us are tired. All of us are worn down. And so we're actually just going to take a step back and, and, you know, let them know we're sorry, we're not going to make it, or we're not going to follow through with this this time around, because this is just where we are. You know, generally, I, you know, I know I tell you guys a lot that you've got to honor those commitments. You've got to, you know, make a plan, put it into practice, follow it to the end. 
But there is space for grace with our kids. And at this level, our elementary kids, oh my gosh, you know, I've had so many clients. I have, you know, two kids in this age range that I am in awe of their ability just to be like, mom, it's okay. I mean, I know it's okay. And then they're fine when I ask them to be, you know, engaged in in a commitment that I need them to do later. They realize time and place. They realize that and they do have grace for us. So that's kind of the long-winded answer to it's okay to not be okay right now. Yeah, I think that's great. And and I think such a comfort to so many people who um, are trying to just navigate this on their own and then look around and realize that their kids are watching them navigate it too. So that, what a comfort. That's, a, that's really great. And I think it takes me back to just, you know, the heart of what you do and what you teach people, which is that your words matter. So, you know, a, a commitment is a lot about following through, but it's also a lot about just being intentional about what you say you're going to do. And if you know you aren't going to do it, you just don't make yourself do it. Just don't say that you are. <laughs> just don't make that commitment or make that plan. And then you don't, then you don't have to follow through on that in a way that your kids are able to see. Um, and I think that's a great comfort too, right? To know that you don't have to say yes to everything. You don't have to do everything, but choose the ones that you do so that you can follow through on those commitments. And then when you don't speak it, like you said, be honest about it and be, um, you know, forthcoming and the reasons why. And I think kids learn a lot from both of those things too, from being committed and from understanding when it's time to walk away from a commitment. Yeah. I mean, can you imagine how glorious that is, especially in a world where we value being overcommitted? Right. Yeah. Oh, that's a whole yeah, different episode, sure. girl. I just. Can't. <laughs> we're going to have to schedule another one. Another time for that. <laughs> well, we're heading into the summer. Not, not every school district gets out in May, but a lot of them do, May or early June. So we're going to be taking a couple months off for the summer in June and July, and we'll be back in August. But is there anything you want to leave parents of elementary students with um, over the summer months before we come back and talk about some more important stuff next year? You know, I think it is, um, I kind of mentioned this a little bit in the preschool um, podcast in case somebody's listening to both, but you know, as summer comes around, our kids who have been in school for the whole year, many kids really, well, let me say it this way. All of our kids look forward to summer, period. So maybe part of thinking through commitment is what do we want the summer to look like? Maybe we make a plan and put that into practice for just what is the summer going to look like? And that is going to take some negotiation between what I think is supposed to happen during the summer and what our kids might want to have happen in the summer. Right. But yeah, you know, if we're over committed during the summer, it kind of ends up feeling just like school all over again to them. So yeah, for sure, I know that I've, I've, I've experienced summers like that as a kid and summers like that as a parent where it just didn't feel like there was a moment for a break. And, um, and you really do. I mean, there's some, some natural resetting that happens at certain periods of the year. And um, the way our school system is set up means we typically do it in the summer. And you're right. I think just taking that time and, and allowing that to happen is really important for the life of a family. Definitely. 
Awesome. Well, if you want to know more about Core Essentials, you can go to our website, which is coreessentials.org, or you can find us on social media, on Facebook and Twitter and those sorts of places. We'd love to interact with you. And and Beth, I'm sure people might want to know more about what you do and the resources you have. So um, tell us how they can find you. So I am on Facebook mostly, um, MWM with kids, or my website is makewordsmatterforgood.com. So I encourage folks to check that out or um, follow along on social media. That's great. Well, I hope everybody has an enjoyable summer with a little bit of rest and uh, we'll be back in the fall. Talk to you all soon. All right. See you guys.